Go wild with Nation Gear's end of regular season merch madness sale. Nation Gear is offering our favorite fans 20% off all regular season merch. And we're going to give you free shipping on any orders over $200. Stock up your closet for the playoffs. Rep your team and grab that merch you've been eyeing up all season long. Don't wait. This sale only lasts from April 1st until April 7th. Shop the sale at nationgear.ca. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome back to Blue Jays today. I hope you guys had a wonderful holiday season and we're back because a lot of Blue Jays stuff are happening and has happened. We got some updates on Cody Bellinger and what his status is with the Toronto Blue Jays and as well as other Blue Jays news. We're going to get into it all. But before we do, guys, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. I'm your host, Adam Peddle. And I'm your host, Nicholas Playlog. Busy Christmas season for the Toronto Blue Jays. We were asking for moves. We got some moves. We are going to get into that. We're also going to give our thoughts on what is coming next for this team. But first things first, how was your Christmas? Good stuff? Did Santa, was Santa kind? It was good. Yeah, you know, it was nice. I uh, got a few little things here, but most importantly, spent the holiday season with the family, mm-hmm, the friends, mm-hmm, the girlfriends. Mm-hmm. So it was a very, very lovely time. But, uh, you know, it's a good refresh. 100%. You know what I mean? Because we've been working so hard, and I think everybody kind of feels the same way when you're getting down into the deep, darkest pits of, like, winter. Right. And it's like, man, I just need a break. But we got that break, and we got some actual, like, action mm-hmm. happening, man. Like, and, yeah. and so I, I'm very thankful for that. How about you? man yeah no it, it was it was a good christmas season uh i do wish that the blue jays decided to make their moves uh afterwards yeah. uh you know because it's like on boxing day like i'm supposed to be spending time with family and meanwhile i'm like in the basement of my girlfriend's home like trying to do a kevin Kiermaier yeah, live yeah, stream yeah. and then you get ikf the next day too <laughs> but either way folks it was a good one for those og fans take a look at this right here shout out to my girlfriend's family. That's a little Christmas present right there. That is going to be living in the mm-hmm. heart of the set moving forward. So I'm very happy with that right there. And we do hope that all of you guys had some amazing times with your families during the holidays. If you're still there, then phenomenal. And uh, and Happy New Year to all of you. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that we will see you before then, but just throwing mm-hmm. it out there. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the Cody Bellinger stuff, everybody. Uh, yes, we know that we signed Kevin Kiermaier. Yes, we know that we signed IKF. We're going to talk about that. We're going to sure talk about potentially trade. We're going to talk about some other updates. But Cody Bellinger has been the big name on everybody's uh, holiday wish list for a while now on the Toronto Blue Jays. And for a little bit, 
It was looking pretty good. It was gearing up that the Toronto Blue Jays, they were the favorites. We were the highest in the betting odds. I mean, you had rumors about his girlfriend coming to Toronto, which was then proven to be false. But still, there were rumors, and it was cool, and we were excited. And now, after these two signings, uh, Kiermaier, IKF, uh, we got a little update on the odds for the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, I mean, odds, and like, not betting odds. Sure. But, you know, in, in terms of just rumors out there, you have John Heyman, and again, take it like you as you will. Yeah. John, John Heyman now says the Cubs are favored to land free agent outfielder slash first baseman Cody Bellinger on the BR walk-off. Um, for me, again... I mean, it's really easy for me to say, like, nah, nah, don't listen to this. Favorites, who cares when it's, like, not my team mm. that's favorited right here. When it's my team favorite, I, I own that crap. You know, I'm really riding with it. But, again, take it as you will. I, I think this is a direct impact because of the whole Cody, or the whole IKF, the whole Kevin Kiermaier. Because the Blue Jays have gone out and looked in another direction, I think that's where you're starting to hear, like, oh, now Cubs are starting to pick up steam because mm -hmm. the conversations are happening now between the Cubs and Cody Bellinger's camp. That's where I think my best educated guess is coming from. Mm -hmm. I don't think the Blue Jays are out there in any means. I think they're right there still with Cody Bellinger. And just because John Heyman's saying it, it doesn't mean other analysts uh, you know, are saying it as well. I think, I've heard other analysts say, like, yeah, this still makes a lot of sense with the Blue Jays to be favorited for Cody Bellinger right now. So I think this is just one guy's kind of hearing and kind of yeah. reporting of the situation. Well, it, it does feel like there's a lot of different opinions going on so far about this situation because directly after you had Kevin Kiermaier sign with the Toronto Blue Jays, you had Bob Nightingale come out and he said, hey, don't worry guys, don't worry Blue Jays fans, you are still going to be in on Cody Bellinger. But then following that, and this is something that we didn't get an opportunity mm -hmm. to touch on during our reaction stream, I saw Ben Nicholson-Smith tweet and he kind of mm -hmm. took the other mm -hmm. side of the coin and he was saying... Oh, okay, well, they might still be in on it, but it feels like it's, uh, you know, kind of a, uh, not in his words, not verbatim, yeah. but almost like taking a square and putting it into a circle socket here. Like, it's not necessarily as strong of a fit as it could have been. Interesting, um, yeah. And I mean, again, like, take it with a grain of salt, right? Oh, this is just... Is their opinions. Uh, yeah, right here. I mean, he says, by agreeing to terms with Kevin Kiermaier on a one-year deal, the Blue Jays have an outfield of Kiermaier, George Springer, and Dalton Varsho in place. The Cody Bellinger possibility now looks like an awkward fit at best for the Jays as outfield looks like less of a priority for them. What do you make about BNS coming out and saying, okay, look, they, you know, they got Kiermaier, they have Varsha, they got Springer, these are starting guys. Mm. Uh, maybe it's not as much of a priority that they go out and they get Ballinger. Uh, first, a quick shout out to Three Point James with the Happy New Year. Love the show, boys. Thank you for the super chat. Let's go. Uh, and another shout out to BNS. Love BNS. Uh, you know, he's obviously very close with Jays, very credible source, so I'm never going to discredit him. But this, to me, looks like his opinion. Yeah. This is his opinion put in a tweet because he's saying that Cody Bellinger possibly now looks like an awkward fit at best for the Blue Jays. However, I completely disagree. Cody Bellinger, he could play all over the outfield. Mm. He could play first base, mm -hmm. right? When you lose Brandon Belt, you lose Whit Merrifield, you lose, uh, you know, uh, uh, Kevin Kiermaier, but now you got him back. I think it still makes sense for him to have a fourth outfielder, right? Mm -hmm. Kevin Kiermaier can still cycle in as your fourth outfielder. Uh, Cody Bellinger could play some first base. So I don't think it's an awkward fit. I think uh, Cody Bellinger looks like a great you great piece, mm -hmm. a great powerful piece to add still to this team where you can still have playing time for Kevin Kiermaier, still have playing time for Cody Bellinger. 
It won't be awkward at all for me. Hell, you got, you know, George Springer. He needs days off. Yeah. Kevin Kiermaier, he needs days off. They're getting in their mid to early 30s. You know what I mean? Like, they got to get off their feet. I, I got to disagree, you know, with, with uh, Ben Nicholson-Smith here. I think Cody Ballinger is still in a very good a very good possibility for the Toronto Blue Jays. I also think that he's really looking at this at a granular level and, mm-hmm. and not, um, not necessarily addressing the complexities of this situation because, okay, sure, fine. You have three outfielders. Cody Ballinger, he plays outfield. Maybe in that regard, it's not necessarily a fit. But I still think that there is a priority for the Toronto Blue Jays to get some thump in the lineup. That Mm. hasn't gone away, right? So, yeah, sure, just from a positional side of things, okay, maybe it's not necessarily a fit to go out and to get another outfielder, but we need people to score runs and to hit when there's somebody in in scoring position. And that is something that we have not addressed with Kevin Kiermaier. That is something that we've not addressed with uh with ikf right these are not the bat upgrades that this team needs and for crying out loud if that is what ross atkins thinks somebody needs to talk to him but i do believe that Mm -hmm. ross atkins is a lot more intelligent than that and i think that he understands that the players that he's acquired so far i keep using the word are complementary to what is going to be the biggest piece which will be a slugger who can solve those bigger problems of, of hitting when there's runners in scoring position. And that is what Cody Bellinger provides. Mm-hmm. So sure, outfield, I understand, but you're not addressing the bigger priority, yeah. which is the lineup. Absolutely. I, I can't agree. That is the biggest priority is the lineup, but also another priority again. Um, yeah, sure. For 2024, the outfield looks complete, but then you're, you're stuck in the same situation. That's true. That's Kiermaier's going to probably go away. Maybe test the market again. Maybe we bring him back. Who knows? Where's the winning window beyond 2025? Yeah. That's the priority that they still need to address. Mm-hmm. There is no winning window with the offense beyond 2025. Mm-hmm. After uh, Bo and and Guerrero mm-hmm. are off the books, Cody Bellinger, he's going to address that window. So I think looking at it, yeah, like a granular level, like you said, I think even just like a short-sighted level. Mm-hmm. That's like short-sighted vision. I'm looking down the line. We need Bellinger on this team to help, help the boys. Also, something that nobody is really talking about right now, but you were dealing with, in that outfield, two players who have been injured a lot injured. and are getting older, right? Uh, George yep. Springer and Kevin Kiermaier, Dalton Varshaw, he's always been healthy, so he's fine, right? Mm-hmm. I do believe that he, you will get a lot of games he's out a, of him, a lot of innings, yeah. right? But Kevin Kiermaier and George Springer, I would bet my left nut that one of those guys is going to be on the IR or IL for an extended period of time at some point in 2024. That is going to happen. And if you just walk in with those three guys as your starting dudes, expecting them to to play every game, I just don't see that as being a sound strategy. I I mean, you saw it at the end of the year with Kevin Kiermaier. There was, it became a point where honestly, a lot of games he was sitting out because there was some type of lingering injury, right? And mm-hmm. even when he was playing, well, sometimes they pinch hit him and stuff. Like, I don't think that you can rely on, I think he's 34 now, 35, yeah. 34, 35 year old Kevin Kiermeyer to give you a full season of play. And that's no discrediting Kevin Kiermeyer. We love Kevin Kiermeyer. Yeah. In fact, shout out to Kevin Kiermeyer yeah. because he posted <laughs> this kick-ass video talking about how much he loves Toronto and he loves the fans and he's so happy to be here. And that's the type of locker room presence that we want to have in this team. So I love you. You're phenomenal, Kevin Kiermeyer. But I don't know if we can get 162 games out of that guy. Look, and you you began to see it at the end of last season. I mean, again, no disrespect Kevin Kiermeyer, but... You, you know, you had uh, some Blue Jay fans coming to our chat saying, like, well, why is it Kevin in the lineup today? Yeah. Well, guys, like, it's 162 games is hard to play when you're coming off surgery, you know. And, yeah, do, do I believe that he can come out, like, like he's saying in this video, if you guys give it a watch, he's saying he's going to get even better. 
maybe. Mm-hmm. But, it, like, you know, if I'm just looking at the stats and numbers, like, his year last year was great for Kevin Kiermaier. Mm-hmm. Do I expect it to get better? I don't think so. You know what I mean? Especially getting older. If he gives me exactly what he did last year, that's a W in my mind. Totally. That's a W. So, Loving it. So, again, guys, you got to anticipate, like Nick's saying, for those injuries. Because, again, once you lose, if you lost him, let's say you lost him, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or Springer. Let's say you lose Kevin Kiermaier. Now it's Nathan Lukes again. You're mm-hmm. right, or Nathan Lucas. You're right back exactly where you were, and I don't want to be there. So with that being said, Cody B. Mm-hmm. Yes, it doesn't look like apparently to John Heyman that we're not a favorite. But what do you? What is your take on that? Like, are we are we still going to be in the mix? Are we going to still be pulling for him? I I think that you make it work, guys. I think that that is one of those situations where hey, Kevin, you're going to slide down now. You know, like that's... And I do believe, again, based on the way that things finished last year, he's got to understand that his role might evolve, might shift as the season goes on. Maybe you start out as the everyday guy, but maybe not, right? And I think that he understands that, yes, we are on the back nine of our career. He is going to play his role in that locker room better than anybody. Mm-hmm. He is he's going to own that locker room. He's going to command respect, but he's also going to have a camaraderie among the players. But I think he would be perfectly fine with the Toronto Blue Jays going and upgrading, if they could, bro, with a Cody Bell. Bro, what's wrong with having a, a cycle with the DH spot? Because as of right now, there's no J.D. Martinez. Well, hell, no, we've done okay. it before, man. Yeah. We know exactly. the cycle at the DH. Ex- exactly. So what, what what's the problem of having a Vlad? If you get Cody Bellinger, right? Because mm-hmm. you're going to have a Vlad, uh, Bellinger, um, you know, a, a George Springer. Kind of cycle right in that DH spot. Maybe a catcher in there too, right? So you're going to have guys cycling in. And then, and then Kevin Kiermaier needs days off, mm-hmm. right? So you're going to get everybody in at every time. Like, there's not one set lineup every single day or else you're going to injure your players. That's, yeah. That's poor management. I, poor. I couldn't agree more, everybody. So those are our thoughts on Cody Bellinger and the updates right there. Now, Toronto Blue Jays, as you know, have been kind of busy over the past few days. Yeah. They go out. They get the stud. Paulo Espino. Then they go out. They bring back Kevin Kiermaier. Yeah, I got it. I literally got it right here, everybody. Go away. If you guys aren't already doing so, please go follow us on Twitter. Follow us on X, everybody. We're, we're tweeting a lot more out there. But as you can see right here, there's a lot of sarcasm involved yeah, yeah, in this tweet. Yeah. But they get Paulo. They get Kevin. They get IKF. Watch out, American League East, the new look Blue Jays. <laughs> are freaking fracking here. Now, I have seen some people on Twitter, on our YouTube, saying, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is is this? Is this what Ross is? Is this what he cooked up? Is this what we we were promised Otani, and this is what we get? Nay, nay, everybody. Nay, nay. Apparently, according to Robert Murray, there are supposed to be more moves on the horizon. Yeah, I want to just address everybody who's on Twitter right now. Uh, I think it's a joke. You know, like I, I love tweeting all these sarcastic stuff like Nick said mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all just a joke, guys. Obviously, if we all just ground ourselves in reality, these are complimentary pieces for hopefully bigger moves mm-hmm. like Robert Murray is saying right here. He was on, um, I believe it was the BNR podcast, oh, oh, podcast or something like that, that today. Mm. He was on a podcast, Robert Murray, very credible source, saying the Blue Jays are not done by any means. I wouldn't rule out multiple bats. Be patient, Jays fans. And I, I think I think Ross knows, and you got to give him a lot of credit because he's done a lot for this team over the last six years. You got He, I, he knows this can't be it. Mm-hmm. You still got Soler out there. You still got Teoscar Hernandez out there. You mm-hmm. still got Cody Bellinger out there. You still got Reese Hoskins out there. He knows the problem is the bats in the lineup. If we're here talking about it, if you guys are talking about it on Twitter, he obviously knows. So, yes, 
I think those moves are coming and they're going to stem off of Cody Ballinger. And I think as well, you got people like Tosk Hernandez, like Reese Hoskins, all these bigger bats that warrant bigger contracts. They're kind of waiting for Cody Ballinger too, because mm-hmm. they're kind of in the tier just below Cody B. So they're going to be right after them. So I would be very patient. What do you take from this, Nick? Are you worried at all? What do you, what are you thinking? Well, we're and we are going to talk, by the way, guys, yes. about Tay Oscar Hernandez, because there has been a few rumblings there, but. Just as far as the Toronto Blue Jays and and the thought and the you know just the thinking that they could potentially be done after getting uh, I mean Paulo Espino and Kevin Kiermaier and IKEA. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That's that's crazy, guys. That's silly, man. That's crazy. I mean, we have talked about it a few times on this channel, and I know people are talking about it on the internet right now, but Ross Atkins, his back is up against the wall. He knows that if he cannot, if he cannot field a winning team in 2024, a team that can hopefully get past the first round, if he can't do that, he's out of here. And, and, I mean, there would be a exceptional logic and reasoning to get him out of there if all he did in the offseason was bring in Kevin Kiermaier and bring in yeah. Isaiah Conner-Falefa. Well, let me ask you then, on that note, how many wins does this, does this Toronto Blue Jays team get? Where you got this lineup, yes, we still got the great rotate. I don't know why they put Derek Holland in there. Just That's, completely no, ignore that. Doesn't make sense. We got this five in our rotation. What? How many wins does this team get? in 2024 keeping in mind everybody you're gonna have ikf cycling in espinal cycling in maybe some of the prospects cycling in at some point or another this lineup right here with what they have done 84 yeah i mean i was gonna say like 85 84 85 because you also got to consider yankees are upgrading right Mm -hmm. they got one soto Mm -hmm. and they got alex verdugo Mm -hmm. uh you know they're they're still looking for another pitcher i i've heard giolito's even in the mix Mm. like they're looking at him like wow that's that's incredible five yeah um and then um you know you've got obviously the orioles still in there what are the rays gonna be we don't know red sox could be sneaky so yeah that's an 85 win team right there Mm -hmm. at best yeah Uh, which is frankly i mean it's not really good enough for any division unless maybe you're in the central but especially for mm -hmm. the american league east you win 84 you win 85 games you could be fourth 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're not making making playoffs. You wouldn't be, but there's even a possibility that you could be fifth. With just just how crazy this division is. But yeah, in our division, you are most likely finishing a pretty low fourth or a, or a yeah. pretty high fourth and a, and a low third right there yeah. in the ALE. So that's just simply not good enough. I mean, if you're going to be competitive in the American League East, you need to have a roster that that can give you 90 wins. Yep. It has to be able to do that, right? And I mean, the Yankees will be back in Baltimore. I was reading up on what they're doing right now. They're looking like they could be in the market for trading for one of those pitchers, a Dylan Cease or Corbin Burns if he gets moved or something that like sense, that, right? right? Of course it does, because yeah. they have the lineup. They just need that that kind of solid. They need their Kevin they, Gosman. They don't really go out and get free agents in the last little bit. I mean, I know back in the day in 2015, 2014, like they were they were in on a lot of free agents, but mm-hmm. now it, it feels like like Baltimore, that market just isn't isn't attractive. Well, we can thank our lucky stars for that because if <laughs> yeah. they were, they, it would be very attractive. Yeah, literally. If, if that team was, if that exact lineup and, and roster was rolled out mm-hmm. in Yankee Stadium, we are yeah. we are literally <laughs> effed. Yeah. We are screwed. For yeah, them. yeah. Of course, of course, we are, man. So we're kind of blessed in the sense that <laughs> they don't want to spend money in the Tampa Bay Rays. They're just not allowed. They just can't spend money. That is yeah. a blessing for us. But because we have uh, that capability to do so. IKF, Kevin Kiermaier, and Espino, it's just mm. not going to cut it, folks. Now, we are going to get to the uh, potential mm. target for the Toronto Blue Jays, but before we do, let's give a quick shout-out to the sponsor of this video. Whoa! Whoa. Time for your daily Betway breather. A quick reminder that the best place to bet is on Betway. Must be 19 years of age or older to play in collaboration with iGaming Ontario. Please bet responsibly. Now, back to the content. Shout out to Betway, everybody. They are absolutely phenomenal, folks. Also, shout out to the 515 people watching us right now. Guys, if you haven't already done so, please hit the like button. Smash the subscribe button, everybody. This is where you want to be for Mm -hmm. the Toronto Blue Jays news and content. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about a former Toronto Blue Jay. Kind of a fan favorite. Somebody who started out not so good with the Jays. Not so good. But then he really freaking exploded, everybody. We are talking about Tay Oscar Hernandez, Silver Slugger winning Tay Oscar Hernandez. Apparently, according to Robert Murray, also shout out to Josh the Jays fan, by the way. He has literally uh, uh, quoted all of Robert (laughs) Murray's stuff. This is great. We love you. Maybe maybe we'll even link this clip to you. So shout out to him for being phenomenal. But Robert Murray came out and said, I even thought coming into the offseason that he, in uh, in brackets, Tayo, could have made sense for the Blue Jays. They have a lot of options there in the outfield for sure, but I think they have the flexibility to add another player there if they wanted to. And this is, first off, really good news for us because one, we like Teo, but also good news when we're looking back at that Ben Nicholson-Smith That's tweet, exactly what I was thinking. Because, I mean, you have Robert Murray coming out and, and kind of disputing that immediately saying, hey, listen, I, I know that they have a lot of outfielders, yeah. but they probably still have the flexibility to get one more guy. Again, I thought it was very obvious. I'm, I'm kind of kind of disappointed about that BNS tweet, honestly. I was like, oh, you, this can't be it, man. Because, like, like, it's obvious that, like, there's got to be at least four guys rotating on yes. the field. But to continue on, what Robert Murray said I uh, kept on going saying, I don't know if there's if it's going to be a Bellinger type by any means, or I don't necessarily know what they're going to end up doing there, but the Teoscar Hernandez market is strong. So we know, we got a little bit of rumor there, mm. that there's a lot of interest in Teoscar Hernandez, and rightfully so. I mean, this is a classic buy-low guy, yes. and if you're the Blue Jays, you know you probably got a good idea about how you can activate this guy back into his Silver Slugger ways, right? He's not that far removed. Um, so if you're on the Toronto Blue Jays, yes, Cody Bellinger is going to be very hard. You land Cody Bellinger, 
that's a W of an offseason for the mm-hmm. Blue Jays. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, of course. Right, yes. right. But, so, but most likely you're not going to land him. There's a lot of other teams kind of into him uh, as, as well as the Cubs. So if you go and you land at Teoscar Hernandez, like, yeah, it's not like a A-plus offseason. Hell, maybe it's not even an A-minus offseason. But you go and address the need that you gave away last year with trading Teoscar Hernandez, Lourdes, and Moreno. Uh, you go and address that right away. I'd give that a B. This is a, this would be a good signing and a good experiment to bring him back to Silver Slugger Waves. Yeah, of course. And and I do think, and we have crapped a lot on Guillermo Martinez, yeah. but I do think that he clearly knows something about Teoscar Hernandez and the way that he plays baseball because he was around when Teo was doing everything that he was doing. Mm-hmm. Now, we do need to address some of the scary rumors surrounding Teoscar Hernandez. Mm-hmm. The Boston Red Sox, I don't know if you've heard about I this. I haven't, actually. They are big favorites. Ooh. They are big favorites. I for, suck. Yeah, they are big favorites for Teoscar Hernandez. They are in on it. I have seen Robbie Hyde tweeting out a lot. Shout out to Robbie Hyde, but he yeah. is slowly convincing himself that this would be a really good deal right. for them, the Boston Red Sox, and that would not be a good feeling, everybody. I do not want to see uh, Teoscar Hernandez in Boston. I do think, though, even with those rumors, if the Blue Jays really wanted to go out and they wanted to get this guy, I think that they could, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the same argument that you make for Cody Bellinger being in Chicago, right, and him having a great season over there and everything like that, and maybe just wanting to stay put, I think that you can make similar arguments for Teoscar Hernandez coming back to the Toronto Blue Jays because, one, he kicked ass with this team. He kicked ass with this team. And, two... There are still a ton of players on the squad, on the roster right now, that he knows, that he likes, that he's friends with, that he that he has a camaraderie with, right? So I feel like the fit right there, if the Blue Jays really did want to go after this dude, I think that they could get him. Yeah, I agree. I also just pulled up there. I was trying to find Boston Red Sox, but... Uh... Dodgers are apparently interested in him as well. Like, that's just fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just messed up. You know, uh, I, sorry, to, go, I don't no, want to get ahead. off topic, but I was also seeing some just crazy stuff. I mean, somebody correct me in the chat, but I mean, the Dodgers, they were linked to, I think they were linked to Burns as well, or they, they were linked to, you know, just like another massive trade of Yo. some capacity. It's like, how are you, if they do that, yeah. like, it's going to be tough to watch baseball dude, next year, man. And did you see that Heyman also said again, this wasn't even an old, like, uh, video clip, but he also said again that this is good for baseball, the Dodgers being, uh, you know, the centerpiece of baseball. I'm dude. Like, Come on. Get shut. out of you here. You know what his argument was? It was like, oh, it's good for baseball because it has someone, it has a, uh, uh, someone for everyone to try and target, to go after. I'm like, I guess in a narrative sense, uh, yes. Okay, yeah. But, like, like it's also... A- just not fair for the rest of the fan base. No, you know? I mean, okay, sure. There's a, a new public enemy number one, yeah. but like, why? Why do we want that? Why do we want that? Uh, you know, it's it's, it's kind of fun to watch new teams emerge and do yeah. well and everything. What, whatever, everybody. The Dodgers, Dumb. they're gonna Dodger it up. They're gonna they're gonna get some more guys. They're probably they might even break records next year with yeah. how many games they freaking win. <laughs> yeah, uh, although although you know we said the same thing about the New York Mets and we look did. what happened there. Dude, so it doesn't pr- always work out. I'm praying for a Met for a Met situation to happen in uh, L. A. Just so praying. just so like we can get because that would mean that they probably have to take an off season off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, if they did do the New York Mets, they'd probably have to take next season off, yeah. and that would be really nice for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of on the same page with you there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So get, well, let's get back to that. Tell Oscar Hernandez thing. Uh, I know you were talking about it there. How would he kind of fit with the Toronto Blue Jays? Uh, because right now you have Kevin Kiermaier, you have Varsho, you have Springer, right? I'm assuming you're going to put Kevin Kiermaier back in center field, yeah. Varsho back in left. 
Uh, does Teo kind of take over more of a DH kind of role? At the I Blue think Jays? that I think that he'd do a very similar thing that Cody Bellinger would do, just mm. minus the first base. Right. right. I am worried. Oh, I'm. I'm only worried because Teo has said in the past when he's with the Jays, like he prefers outfield with his game. You mm. know, in terms of hitting, like keeping him like off. The, the hitting side of things, like mm-hmm. in his mind, kind of distracted. Uh, would that be a worry? Because he's he is an outfielder by trait. Switching over to DH, would that affect things? I don't know. Uh, it could be. I think yeah. that those are the conversations that you'd have to have with him yeah. when you are meeting and when you are potentially setting up this mm-hmm. deal and say, hey, listen, man, we love you, but let's face it. Defensively speaking, we got Kiermeyer, we got Springer, and yeah. we got Varsho out there. That's those what, are three yeah. real and, – and we are going to win, everybody. I'm going to say this right now. Toronto Blue Jays, they are going to win the team gold glove next year. Right. It is yeah, going to yeah. happen again. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. we are <laughs> going to do that. So yeah, it, it, at least we're going to get that. Yeah. But I, I think that you got to tell uh, Teoscar Hernandez and say, listen, you come onto this team, mm-hmm. the primary role is going to be DH. Your main focus, get me 100 RBIs. Because we don't have anybody on this I team, maybe other than Guerrero, that could do that. And, and look, unless his mentality has changed, like. I, I got a feeling that that's a big uh, negative towards the Blue Jays getting a Teoscar Hernandez because he does want to play in the outfield. At least from two years ago, from mm-hmm. him speaking, that's that's my biggest worry is is that would be a role for he'd be a, primarily a DH. If that's the case, uh, and maybe it is, if if that is the case, then that's when I think that you're really looking at JD Martinez, right? Because a guy who's used to that kind yeah, of role, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Because unless you are Cody Bellinger is a different story because one, he's phenomenal defensively, mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. two, that is going to be part of your future, right? right. He, you want this guy on your feet, you want him to almost become the leader of mm-hmm. the outfield out there, right? So that is something uh, that that would be a very different story. Mm-hmm. But if you're bringing in uh, uh, Teoscar Hernandez, that's not as much of a concern. And J.D. Martinez, that's why I think he works right now very well with what the Jays are doing if they miss out on a big fish like Cody Bellinger because J.D. Martinez had a very solid year last year. Mm -hmm. You know, he can absolutely still swing the thing. And you don't have to worry about putting him in the field at all. You can just lock him in at DH and be like, listen, guy, you're going to bat fourth all year long. That's all you got to do. That is the one worry then. If you are, because the, the team kind of takes a different look with that DH spot. They've, they've been getting so used to using that DH spot as like a half day, especially for players like Vladdy and Bichette, you know, guys that play every single day uh, at George Springer. Mm-hmm. So they've been kind of using that as a recipe. So you might see some guys like some days just not in the lineup. Like Vladdy might just not be in the lineup one day if JD Martinez is going to be a permanent DH or JD Martinez takes a day off and he's not in the lineup. Mm-hmm. So you might start to see that kind of happening. So different look. I mean, I'm not going to be butthurt because like mm-hmm. most of the time you are going to get a complete lineup, but it is something to just be cautious about, mm-hmm. you know, especially playing with Kevin Kiermaier and everything like older guys, they're going to need that little bit of rest. Yeah. Extra rest. I agree with you, man. Uh, before we wrap things up, everybody, mm-hmm. there's one more thing that I did want to discuss. Now mm-hmm. we're going to have a podcast diving in on this a little bit deeper yeah. uh, tomorrow. Uh, but I do want to talk about... Oh, do we need to give a shout-out? We do. we got to give one more okay, shout-out. Okay, quick shout-out. Quick, quick shout-out to another sponsor here, everybody. Time for a quick shout-out to Covered Bridge Potato Chips. Made with ingredients from the St. John River Valley and cooked carefully in a local factory. They've got tons of great flavors like smoke and barbecue, sea salt, and sour cream and onion. Get a taste of this delicious flavor cooked the old way. Now, back to the content. Shout out to Cover Bridge, everybody. Oh, no. They're freaking phenomenal. You do want to try their chips. I was yeah. having some over Christmas. They oh, are, you had some? Yeah, they are very, I, I've been looking for them good. in Costco. I couldn't find them. Very, very good. <laughs> uh, getting back to what I was saying mm. there, everybody. With the IKF signing, with the Kevin Kiermaier signing, 
there has been some talks looking over at that infield and saying it's kind of busy. It it's kind of busy. Now, tomorrow we're going to have a podcast coming out really diving in to the potential of a trade for the Toronto Blue Jays because that is something that kind of feels like it's lining up right now. You know, it would make a lot of sense. You bring in this guy. You have a lot of pieces there. Maybe you want to ship one off. But my question to you right now, my question to the chat, is the Toronto Blue Jays third baseman for 2024 on the roster right now? Like, like every day gets most of the playing time kind of third baseman? Interpret it how you will. Look, it's tough. I... Look, if I'm Ross Atkins, again, I and I really do trust and I really do believe in Ross Atkins, if he's going out, he's making all these moves, he's filling up the infield, he's looking at other bats to help out the team, and multiple bats, if that is the case, how in the hell can you sign Matt Chapman, mm. right? Signing Matt Chapman is going to eat up a lot of money. You're gonna, he's not really the bat of the future for the team. Hell, you don't even know if he's going to get even better. He might get even worse mm -hmm. with the bat. So with that being said... I think there might be a potential by the end of 2024. If I'm going to put any money on it, I don't think they will sign a Matt Chapman. You know, if, if we're if based on what we've seen so far, I think that the by the end of 2024, you might see the emerging everyday third baseman okay, for but the future. It doesn't need. To, it doesn't always need to be a Matt Chapman too. There's some other. Uh, you could make a trade. A, you could make. You could make a signing. Right. Right. Right, right. Is the third baseman on the roster right now that we're going to start the season with? That we're going to start the season with? Oh, that's tough to say. I don't know. What, let me throw it back to you then because I, 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 that's tough for me to say. Uh, Well, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, I hope it's not. I, I hope, hope it's yeah, not. Hope it's and not. we're seeing people in the comments right now saying no, no, no. I okay. hope it's not. The one thing that I am worried about is the fact that you've, you've signed IKF to a two-year deal and they have all of these players that can kind of do the exact same thing. And if you were to bring in another guy like a Justin Turner or like a Matt Chapman, that to me is kind of confusing because, well, what do you do with all of these other players? So then it, it kind of, you know, cycles back and goes, okay, well, you kind of have to trade someone from this, from this group if the third baseman isn't on your roster right now. Because mm -hmm. signing another guy, I mean, now you're looking yeah. at like yeah. eight dudes in the infield. Fischio, Espinal, Davis Schneider, um, IKF. IKF, and then another guy. That's yeah. way too many. And then also, too, you're not even thinking about Barger and Martinez. Barger. So, actually, that's a great question because you had Tom coming up here. When you meant roster, are you talking just the Blue Jays 26 man? I did I did mean everybody on the team. So I was referring man. to Barger and, okay. and Arevis, okay. right? you know, in the system as well, right? Because mm -hmm. they could, maybe if they're not going to start, maybe they, maybe they could become the guy. And that's honestly something that I am starting to potentially come to terms with right now mm -hmm. is maybe the strategy is we're going to get IKF. We're going to get, we're going to have Biggio. We're going to have Espinal. We're going to have Schneider. We are going to have a shotgun approach to this third base bag. It's and a whoever, tryouts. Yeah, yeah. Whoever can figure it out, whoever can act, you know, like actively be defensively sound over there, you are going to be the guy for most of the season mm -hmm. until we think that Martinez or Barger is potentially ready to come in and slowly start taking that role over, right? That's something yeah. that I'm starting to potentially come to terms with by signing IKF right. like the like they did. It's scary because, you know, you have the window now and to have a, a experiment piece, if you will, over at third base is scary. But again, you know, we've been kind of used to last, I guess last season, like every position was locked in. Mm -hmm. You know, there was no question mark about any position 
in the in the team. Maybe it was second base, but the beautiful thing there is like, okay, well, you had quality bats kind of cycling in and out of second base. This is the first time we're in, you know, since 2022, you could argue 2021, where you kind of have to do a little bit of experiment with multiple positions, second base, third base, right? So it, it is scary that it is happening in this window, but you got to hope that you have enough guys auditioning and have that competitiveness within the organization that one of them is going to take that extra step. Yeah, if that is going to be the approach, and I'll, I will come out right now and I will say, and we're going to talk about it more tomorrow, so stay tuned, everybody, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. But if that is the approach, I need to see a big bat come in somewhere else. It has to be. Or else you're kind of cooked. And you're, I think that big bat has to be in the, with an outfield. Yeah, because that's yeah. the only spot that you have left, right? Yeah. You're not going to put anybody at first base. You're mm. obviously not going to have anybody at shortstop. You've kind of made the decision now that this is going to be your second and third base options yeah. here. So it has to be in the outfield or a potential DH. That is something that I need to see if this is going to be a, the approach. Or maybe the best case scenario, which again we're going to talk about tomorrow, is, is you go out... And you try to flip two of those guys, mm -hmm. or you know one of them in a prospect, or you know some some type of package of some kind, and ship them off, and you acquire an Isaac Paredes, or you acquire. Uh, I mean, people are talking about this, but a Jose Ramirez, right? If you right. were capable of doing anything like that, that's an ideal situation. But as of right now, if you are going to do this shotgun approach, okay. But we still need to see some more upgrades to the lineup. And, and that's why I'm almost dead set that it is going to be an outfielder. I mean, you could argue Reese Hoskins could be an option. Look at Brandon Belt. He basically almost played every single day. That's like the right? only other player that I could think of that I, I, I would be okay with. Yeah, to add to the infield. Of you course. Know? And even then, like, look, I love Reese Hoskins. He's going to be a great quality bat. But is that going to be what really needs to happen then is you, you need a Vladdy breakout back to 2021 again. Because mm -hmm. Reese Hoskins, look at his career, he's never going to give you a Vladdy type of year or a Bellinger type of year at his max. You know what I mean? Well, I think, uh, and something that we all kind of need to start coming to terms with is, if we do miss out on Cody Bellinger, if the if the yeah. Jays don't get Cody Bellinger, and this is something that Ben Nicholson-Smith was talking about, the biggest upgrades on this team, on this lineup they got to happen internally. Yeah, they do. It's, it's going to be that you are relying on Guerrero to get back to 2021 form. You are relying on Alejandro Kirk to get back to what he was capable of doing in his all-star year. You need a bounce back from George Springer. Those are the guys that you were giving your faith into and you're saying, hey, we have you. Yeah. We paid George Springer the money. We brought in these guys. You know, We've grown you. Now we need to see the results. If you don't go out and you don't get a Cody Dude, B. Baseball, just like during the regular season, it's a long, long game for people's careers. It just so happened that for whatever reason, mm -hmm. maybe you can point to the hitting coach like we always have been, all of the offensive numbers were just down. Yeah. So for whatever reason, everyone had a down year, except for Bo Bichette, of yes. course. So everyone had a down year. So you got to hope that that other shoe's got to drop and they're all going to have some up years, or at least half of them, or maybe more yes. for the Toronto Blue Jays. Agreed, man. Agreed. Folks, let us know your thoughts about all of this in the comments down below, everybody. Like I said, we're going to be having a podcast come out tomorrow, so on Friday, if you're watching this on Thursday, and tons more content on the weekend and just literally in the new year, everybody. So we appreciate everybody coming, watching with us. If you haven't already done so, please hit the like, smash the subscribe button. Every single one of you are freaking amazing. Sure, man. As always, guys, go Jays, go! Mom 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.